Hello and welcome to my living room. This is Rose in Houston, Texas, and this is my first podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to talk to you. Um, it's probably going to be really therapeutic for me, actually. If you know nothing about Houston's economy, let me teach you something. It has the highest concentration of sugar daddies in the continental United States. <laughs> And uh, it is the wild west down here, y'all. Sometimes. I am thriving in the city, probably only because I have a sugar daddy. We've been going strong for 10 months now. It's pretty easy to get along with, but he was a, finding him was not easy. <laughs> um, so if you're curious about the whole sugar baby, sugar daddy dynamic, um, let's just go ahead and call him... Saxton. Saxton and I are going to go to Paris together in two days. I plan on documenting our whole trip. I want to have everything recorded and all the memories fresh in my mind, all our experiences together because that's, is, this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime kind of vacation, dripping in opulence and luxury, and I cannot wait to experience it. I need other people to hear about it because <laughs> um, there's been a lot of curiosity anytime I tell someone that I'm a sugar baby they are very curious I have a lot of questions so I'll try and answer them all for you but uh, in finding Saxton I went found myself on seeking.com which is short for seeking arrangements which is where young women like to peruse the internet for old men that are not too old, that are rich, but not unapproachable and who you can spend time with, but you don't want to marry. <laughs> and, um, and it's for men who want to find a woman that will do whatever he wants her to do in bed when he wants it with total control over certain aspects of their life and who hopefully won't marry them and try and still have their shit. So I got on this website and the first man that I met off of this website, we, you know, you talk to a bunch of people. It's like any dating site. Um, the main difference between men and women is, for, and first of all, let me just say this. Everyone can see everything you do. If you look at someone's profile, if you open up a message, everyone can see that. So if you, anyone's using that app, you're welcome for the heads up. But the men have to pay $90 a month for that crap. And if you want to get background certified, which helps your case, you know, we want to make sure that you're a citizen, you know, you're not a lawbreaker or whatever, and that you're actually rich, <laughs> which is weird. And then the women, you can get background checked, but there's no point because the ratio of sugar daddies to sugar babies is probably one to nine or some, I probably misspoke, but... No, that's correct. There's way more bitches out there than there are actual rich men. There's plenty of Splenda daddies, guys that think that they, you know, they want to give you $200 for a blowjob or whatever. I was, that's expensive, but that's not how it works. This is supposed to be a relationship, supposed to be a dating site more than it is for prostitution, which some people use it for that. But hey, you bitches are going to go to jail and I'm not. So moving forward. I met this creepy guy in Starbucks, showed up in like an old 1990-something Honda Accord, small 
framed man and jet black dyed hair with a creepy suitcase. <laughs> he walks in in a trench coat. And I'm already like, oh, I'm going to get thrown in the back of that fucking Honda Accord. Like, you're going to shove me in the trunk of that damn car, aren't you? <laughs> he looks me up and down. And he goes, oh, you looked more petite in your photos. Like, what does that even mean? Okay, first of all, if you must know, I'm like 5'5", 165, athletic. But whatever. Anyway, that's pretty average, universally good looking. But this little meek, mild, mousy man. Anyway, I don't know what his problem was. He took one look at me. He goes, this is not going to work. I go, okay, have a great day. And I bought myself a coffee and no, whatever. I don't care. But then I met this other guy. Uh, we'll call him convertible guy. Uh, he showed up in a convertible. And right away I could tell something was off about him. But I couldn't put my finger on it exactly. Um, so we go down to the River Oaks District. If you know anything about Houston, that's a really nice part of downtown. You can get some great food there. Um, it's where the rich people go to eat. So good signs, good signs. Looking good for him. Except at the restaurant, he seemed like he was on cocaine, which is a not cool. It's a huge no-no for me. So anyway, when we went to leave, he goes, oh, you want to go back to my place? Like, no, no, I don't want to go back to your place. You're creeping me out, you know? There's the only difference between a creep and the sexiest man alive in their behavior, or excuse me, it's not necessarily their behavior. They could do the same thing, act the same way. It's whether or not the receiving person thinks that they're attractive. That's what makes a creep and a sexy person. You could do the same exact thing, but it's how you're perceived. If you know, anyway, and I was not for it. So he was creeping me out. So then, uh, you know, on this dating site, you talk to several people, you get ideas of whether or not you even want to link up with certain folks. And I met this guy, Saxton, mm. uh, about 10 months ago, we met up in the River Oaks district, of course, this really nice restaurant. I forget the name of it, but it has a really cool balcony. And so we sat up on this balcony and talked for hours had very natural chemistry, fluid communication, just laughing, really relatable, excellent topics. And, you know, he's really thoughtful. He, he's also a veteran himself. He's in the Army. So I was uh, in the Navy, and, you know, we had that in common. And it's always really easy to talk to somebody that you respect right off the bat. You know, we, so anyway, um, that was just our first really successful date. We, we saw each other for a few months two months actually, and then we went to Napa Valley. And it was an amazing trip. Um, as far as the money goes, transactionally, um, it's not a pretty woman type thing. It's not like you leave me $400 on the bed every time we smash, no. It's more like we started seeing each other, went on several dates. We go golfing a lot, I love golfing. I know I'm weird, I'm probably the only 20 something chick that got into golfing and just loves it. but. I also uh, work in irrigation. I have my own irrigation company out here. So I love nature and golf and anything having to do with agronomy, which is the study of turf. Now you know that word, agronomy. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so we spent some time together before he started actually giving me money. He didn't just whip out, you know, 400 bucks the first time we, you know, found each other in a 
in bed, but it's not like that. And he's like, hey, do you need help with anything? Which I needed quite a bit of financial help. So I said, you know, yes, uh, my electric bill was late. Can you please help me with that? And little things here and there. It's not like opening the, the money faucet and watching quarters just shower rain all over me. No, that would hurt. Um, <laughs> no, it's not like that. I wish. Um, and then, you know, he, he wants to travel. He's, he's not even 50 years old yet. He's late forties. So he's not ancient. He's still a very active man. He's just been divorced for a while and he thinks he wants a young, hot chick and very few strings attached. I mean, he, um, he told me that I'm the only woman in his life. And I said, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, Napa Valley, let's talk about that. Flew into Napa Valley, first class. We got there, um, got a very nice vehicle that he had reserved, and drove from the San Francisco airport up into Calistoga, that area. He owns several luxury resorts up there, and one of them has a Michelin star restaurant and spas, just... Oh, just fantastic treatment. We, you know, blew it out of the water. I've never had foie gras before or caviar, um, you know, all that wonderful stuff. And I'm a big foodie. My family used to own an Italian bakery, so really passionate about food. And it was fun. He's a fun guy. It's nice to take a trip with somebody that you trust and that you're friendly with and not have to worry about a thing. I mean... Truly not having to worry about a thing. <laughs> um, just pure bliss. So when we go to Paris in two days, which I'm just amped. I'm so excited for. Um, we're we're going to be there for about two weeks. Not in Paris. We're going to fly into Paris. Go to Normandy. You know, Army, Navy, storm in the beaches. I think it'd be fun. And then we're going to go to Toulouse. Um, he rented a house in Toulouse. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. I'm so sorry. You can message me. Um the phonetics of that but I guess I'll find out when I'm there and uh hopefully I'll be recording for the podcast the whole the whole trip I want you guys to be able to experience it with me and you know you need to share things like that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity being able to go to Europe and sightsee and travel with you know a gajillionaire is gonna be wonderful it's just gonna pay for everything and provide all the comforts that France has to offer. I love traveling. I think that it makes you a more empathetic person. And uh, like I said, I can't wait to describe everything, take you guys with me um, so you can experience it too. So thank you so much for listening. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for my first podcast, but I'll try and uh, keep them a little bit more regular for you guys. Maybe um, do some more planning and, and I expect to come out with this schedule really soon. So all right, you guys, have a great day. If you're starting your day, have a beautiful night. And I'll see you guys next time. Hey, y'all, this is Rose checking in a few months after I started this podcast. I just wanted to add this little snippet to the episode and let you guys know that my podcast has improved greatly <laughs> since this episode. So, if you think the content is a little rough, it's because it is. When I started this, I was terrible at editing. I didn't even know how to edit. Um, I just wanted to let everyone know who's listening for the first time. The audio's gotten better. And if you want to skip ahead to the podcast update episode, that will kind of fill you in and get you started from there. And my more recent entertaining 
much more high quality produced episodes. So thanks so much for your interest in my podcast channel. I love you guys. Keep tuning in and I'll talk to you later. Rose out.